Bloody Sunday play in Croker features acclaimed local actor. Article by Elizabeth Lee. Brian Burroughs, an acclaimed actor and director from Carlo, is to feature in a special collaboration between the Abbey Theatre and the GAA. To commemorate the 100th anniversary of Bloody Sunday, Ireland's National Theatre will join with the GAA to give voice to the 14 men, women and children who were killed in Croke Park on that day. Further production, 14 Voices from the Bloodied Field, the Abbey Theatre commissioned 14 writers to write 14 monologues. And, with 14 directors and 14 actors, created a 14-minute play for a solo performer. These 14 stories, each centred around one of the victims of that day, will be filmed in Croke Park and streamed online this Friday the 20th of November. Among those taking part is acclaimed theatre artist Brian Burroughs from Carlow, who will perform in one of the plays. Brian lived in a few locations in Carlow, Tinryland, Palatine, Benekerry and Aska when he was growing up and attended Presentation College Carlow. In 14 Voices from the Bloodied Field, Brian will perform a new piece specially written by Tracy Martin and directed by Sarah Jane Scaife, which will give voice to James Matthew, who was aged 48 when he died. Brian trained at Samuel Beckett Centre at Trinity College, Dublin. Noteworthy performances include My Foot, My Tutor, with Articulate Anatomy, which garnered Brian the Best Male Performance at Dublin Fringe Festival 2004, and Barabbas Theatre Company's Johnny Patterson, The Singing Irish Clown which was one of the first productions ever staged in Carlo's own George Bernard Shaw Theatre. He also regularly performs his one-man show, Beowulf the Blockbuster. Among the other collaborators in the upcoming Abbey Theatre's Bloody Sunday production is Carlo Arts Festival director Joe Mangan. The victims who died on Bloody Sunday were Jane Boyle, James Burke, Daniel Carroll, Michael Feary, Tom Hogan, Michael Hogan, James Matthews, Patrick O'Dowd, Jerome O'Leary, William Perry Robinson, Thomas Ryan, John William Billy Scott, James Tien and Joe Trainer. On the eve of the centenary on the 20th of November at 7pm, this commemorative performance will be streamed on the Abbey Theatre's YouTube, Facebook and Twitter channels and on abbeytheatre.ie. It will be available to watch for 48 hours. To be part of this play was a real honour. Article by Michael Tracy. It's a production like no other for Carlo actor Brian Burroughs, who is taking part in a commemoration to mark the 100th anniversary of Bloody Sunday. 14 Voices from the Bloodied Field is a collaboration between the Abbey Theatre and the GAA. Brian will be giving a voice to James Matthews, one of those who were killed at Croke Park on that fateful day. As they prepare to film the play this week, Brian outlined the changes to the production that had occurred since it was first planned. The initial idea was for it to be a touring production at GAA clubs over the weekend of the Bloody Sunday anniversary. With lockdown we had to find another way to work, and all the pieces will now be filmed in Croke Park, said Brian. We are finding a way to rehearse this stuff through the magic of Zoom. Rehearsing on Zoom adds a bit to the creative process. 
you can utilise the camera in different ways, setting a tone. It's not unlike film acting, you are conscious of the lens and the camera. To be part of 14 voices from the bloodied field was a real honour, said Brian. As someone without a sports gene, when you do get through to perform with the Abbey, you do feel you are putting on the national jersey to perform and act. There isn't much known about 38-year-old James Matthews. His wife was pregnant with the couple's second daughter when he died. The writers chronicled a day in the life of this ordinary man who had the tragic misfortune of being in the wrong place at the wrong time. He stayed out of politics at the time and had no interest in the War of Independence, said Brian. He worked in a bakery and his main focus in his life was his wife and children. He very likely was at one of his happiest moments before he was killed, at the match with his friends cheering on Dublin against Tipperary. Dunlavin Playwright Wins RTE Award Article by Elizabeth Lee While Friday the 13th can be unlucky for some, it certainly turned out to be a charm for writer Robert Barrett from Dunlavin. The West Wicklow man scooped first place in the 2020 RTE PJ O'Connor Radio Drama Awards for his play Nothing Ever Happens Around Here. The awards have celebrated the best in new Irish writing for well over 30 years. It is Robert's second time to win the prestigious accolade as he also scooped first place in 2017 for his play KLO for the Doggy. The prize was awarded by a panel of international judges from around Europe. Jesper Bergman of the Danish Broadcasting Corporation said, This year's shortlist has proved once again to a jury of non-Irish radio drama specialists that Ireland is indeed fertile soil for new writing. The winning play, a comedy, focuses on a day in the life of Kurtland Alexander, a butcher in a small Irish town. Kirtland is tipped into an existential crisis which plays out through his working day as he interacts with an ensemble cast of characters, including a three-legged dog and a brother and sister team of undertakers. Robert has been writing for many years, concentrating on plays, short stories and flash fiction. He manages to fit his writing around work and family life in West Wicklow. The Dunlavin Man has twice been shortlisted for the Fish Flash Fiction Award and once for the Column Toe Bean Short Story Award. An active member of the local community, he was honoured with an opportunity of opening the 2019 Dunlavin Festival of Arts. He is a co-editor of Splunk, Ireland's foremost online magazine for flash fiction, as www.splunk.ie. Short Story Collection is Welcome Diversion Article by Elizabeth Lee Author and historian Chris Lawler has just brought out a new book entitled Dunlavin Diversions. In mid-March 2020, at the onset of the national lockdown, Chris decided to post a series of regular articles on social media as a diversion from all the COVID-19-related news. The author drew on sources from far and wide, republishing some pieces, the oldest dating from 1984, and combining them with many new pieces which are published for the first time in this collection. 
The complete series contains 100 separate diversions and these are now being published together as an anthology in book format. The diversions focus mostly on aspects of the local history of the Dunlavin region of West Wicklow. Although local history predominates, there are also articles on Irish national history, some prose essays, short stories and even a couple of poems. The topics covered are also diverse. They include the onset of the Great Panic in Dunlavin in 1832, the life and times of Countess Constance Markovitz, the commemoration of the RIC in today's Ireland, a century on from the War of Independence, a short story about an eventful class outing, an observation on the cartoons that children watch on television, and much more. This book truly contains a quirky eclectic mix. Visit chrislawler.ie for details of this and his previous books, many of which are also on sale on the website. The book, which costs €20, is on sale locally in Dunlavin and is available from the author's website, chrislawler.ie. There can be no formal book launch or signing in these unusual times, but anyone wishing to buy the book can call Chris on 087-932-1737 and can collect copies from the author's house on Sparrow Road, air code W91T9W0, where signed copies with personalised messages can be obtained. Chris can also deliver signed inscribed copies to buy within a 5km radius of Dunlavin. He will also send books directly to people overseas, so it might be a good present for someone missing home. Gallery goes global as it celebrates two years. Article by Suzanne Pender A wonderful collaboration between artists, seller and the people of Carlo is not only celebrating a milestone this month, but expanding even further to a global audience. Made in Carlo, based on Tullow Street Carlo, is celebrating its second anniversary this month under the stewardship of Morris O'Reilly. The gallery has been trading successfully in the heart of Carlow Town and has received great support from the local community and the local enterprise office. The gallery represents over 50 local artists and provides them with a space to showcase their work and sell bespoke and original pieces of art and gifts. We've had great support from local people, the artists, the enterprise board, the landlord. It's been a real combined effort from everyone, said Morris. Morris is confident that the gallery will reach a wider audience and will experience growth in the coming year ahead. The gallery had to adapt quickly during lockdown and in March it developed an e-commerce site www.madeincarlo.shop which has experienced steady online sales growth, not only locally, but also from America and the UK. It also has a very active Facebook page where potential customers can view the works available. We have definitely gained traction online, both with our existing customers and from people elsewhere. Some orders to California, Chicago and England, usually from people with a connection to Carlo. They were either born here or went to college here, explains Morris. A native of Mullinavat, County Kilkenny, Morris spent 44 years in the USA before returning to Ireland in 2008. 
An interest in art led to the opening of Made in Carlo two years ago. It's been an immense revelation to myself to notice the difference starting a business is at this stage in my life. I'm enjoying it more. I'm not stressing about changing the dollar. I want to be successful, but I'm taking the time to have things right and enjoying the journey. We'll get there, he smiles. I'm glad I made the move. As you get a little older, you need to challenge yourself and keep things fresh, adds Morris. The gallery has also participated in both the Kilkenny Arts Festival and Wexford Opera Festival, helping to further develop the Made in Carlo brand. If you're looking for bespoke locally made art, why not call into 139 Tullow Street or order online and they'll deliver right to your door.